Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So I was taking uh, photos on the weekend for um, kids' sport. Thanks mm. um, for a job I'm doing at the moment. And I've got a theory, Sine. Hit me. These kids are really shit, right? <laughs> I think I could do better than them. I think my level of sporting ability is probably under 10s. So you reckon now if you went to like join the under 10s team, you'd be in your niche? I would like... kill them. <laughs> I would have destroyed these kids on the weekend. You're a lot older than them and a lot bigger than them. Um, it's not about how big you are. It's about how you play the game. Well, They did not know how to play the game at all. In some cases it is about how big you are, isn't it? Because if you're like a really tall person, kid, don't you get put into the grade like above or something? Sometimes it's just like passing the ball a few bit out. That's all you need to do. They're, all, they're like one little, little like group in the middle. Just run around the side. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think I could beat them. So you're going to join under 10s? I don't think I want to join the A grade. <laughs> I'm Lonnie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Sine. Hello. We watch movies and complain about people. We do other things in the I don't do much else. <laughs> If I can get paid for this, this is all I'd do. Because <laughs> that's pretty much all you do anyway. You know, find what you do and get paid for it. That's what they say. That's what your dad says. That's what dad says. One of dad's favourite quotes. This week, we haven't actually been to the movies. Not much on at the moment. Unless you want to see... Like Tarzan, Bad Mums, or bloody the Ab Fab movie, which, which is not for our generation, is it? It's not aimed at you or me. No. <laughs> um, so we've actually done a crazy thing and watched a DVD. And so we're going to talk about that. Palo Alto is the film, a couple of years old now. But before then, I'm going to talk about something close to my heart today. <laughs> All right, honey. You, you take the reins for this Stupid one. Stupid questions. People ask me stupid questions all the time. Are they stupid people asking stupid questions? Often. <laughs> often that's the case. <laughs> One that gets me. Yeah. You like at uni or work or whatever, or you see somebody on like a Monday or Tuesday morning and they were like, oh, busy weekend. What'd you get up to? Nothing. I don't do anything. <laughs> I sit around. You watch movies. I made a podcast about complaining about people. <laughs> this, this very thing that we're going to do right now. And you're going to be on it. <laughs> yes, that's that's how I felt on the weekend when someone asked me this. Seriously, I don't do anything. You do things. We do washing and grocery shopping and housework and... Stop the presses. <laughs> Exciting stuff, isn't it? Honestly, though, when people ask me that question, my mind goes blank because in my head I don't do anything very interesting. Mm. And other people are like, oh, yeah, I went out and did this, went to this cafe... Like, where do you get money from? Where does money come from? Well, I haven't got any. I can't tell you. Yeah. Another one we get all the time, stupid questions. So Sine and I, she only works a couple of days a week and I'm at uni, so we've got, we're around, around and about during the week. 
and we like grocery shop on like Wednesday afternoon sort of thing. And as you're paying for it, the um, cashier person's like, oh, not at work today? As if the only possible explanation is that we are full-time workers, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, and we've taken the day off work. There are other people in the world who do other things. We work, just not those hours. That doesn't annoy me. It annoys me is obviously I'm not at work. My, <laughs> my job isn't buying groceries. <laughs> maybe maybe you're a mystery shopper. Maybe it is. Maybe that's how they get you. Because like, ah. it's like when, when you ask a cop if they're a cop and they have to tell you they're a cop. It's yeah. like if you're a mystery shopper. You have you to have say, to got me. <laughs> we have one today. At the time of recording, it's the Eka show holiday here in Brisbane. And we went down to the shops just to have lunch and stuff. And we bought something and the person was like, oh, not at the Echo? No, I'm at the shop. I'm here with you. If, are you checking to see if you're at the Echo? Because maybe they've like been in a coma for 12 years, right? And they've just woken up. I don't well, know why they weren't in hospital, but just ignore that bit of the story. They've gone straight to Maya. They've gone straight to Maya and they're like, where am I? What is going on? Is it the Echo today? Are we there now? So maybe, maybe that's what the, the place they're coming from. Look, it's possible. Is it? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. What what sort of stupid questions do you hate, Sine? Well, I hate the not at work today one, but you hate that more for the obviousness. I hate it more at the fact that you hate in the... their mind there could be no other possible explanation for why this has happened. You hate the implicit sort of judginess. Yeah. Like, I'm a uni student. I go to uni, well, I don't, I'm studying online, but I do uni and go to work. You do that full-time and you work like part-time, so. Just not on the days that you want me to. Check out Chick Cashier Lady. Sorry I don't conform to your standards of full-time work. See, I, I see where they're coming from, though, because they've got to, like, make small talk and it's a stupid thing that we need to do to get the day going. Right. But I've worked retail, you've worked retail. There are other questions you can ask. Hit me with some. Go on. Um, What's your go-to? Having a good day. But then you get, like, you have to say yes to that, don't you? You can't say no, actually, my girlfriend dumped me. You could say that. And then then I'm just like, oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) Take that shit somewhere else. I'm not a therapist. Um, Sometimes you can ask for the purpose of their purchase. (laughs) Yeah, like... Who's this for? Or, yeah, oh, great Christmas, movie. Or... Yeah, Christmas present or something like that, if it's Christmas time. But to be honest, what's the checkout lady supposed to do? Oh, love these tampons. They're amazing. <laughs> she could say that. Maybe we could bond over tampon brands. Not the old ones that we see. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't think they're doing that anymore. <laughs> I have something else that isn't a stupid question necessarily, but something that really gets my goat. It's an A. No, here we go. Is when people blame me for the university timetable. Yeah. It really, really annoys me. It happens a lot with extended family. So to explain what I mean, it's the fact that university isn't on very often, right? It's it's like two, like 14-week semesters out of the year. And that's not very long. I'm totally on board with people who think that that's not very long, right? I'd, I'd rather work, go to uni more and get it over and done with quickly, right? However, I'm not in charge of these decisions. <laughs> Don't t- tell me I'm a lazy uni student because I'm not at uni when I don't control when uni is on. When they're like, oh, still on holidays. Uh, yes, this is what I decided when I was the bloody Minister for Education. <laughs> God. I 
feel like you're very grumpy today. Look, things get to me, but I'm at the moment I'm saving you all for the podcast. You know, sometimes I just complain to you. Yeah. Or Sam. Or like Ben when I see him. Or, <laughs> or, or Dylan. This time, all for the podcast. All for the listeners. So you're saying basically our listeners are like your therapy session. They are. And by that I mean Ben, who is our only listener, and your parents. Does anyone else listen? If you're not Ben or Sine's parents, let us know. Please. Please email us. Email us. Please tell people that you like it if you like it. And if you don't, maybe tell them that too because then maybe they'll listen and then... Uh... You, can, you can be like... There's this podcast where there's this really angry guy and his girlfriend who, like, tries to, like, make him not angry. And then you can say it's shit and then they can listen to it and realise it's not shit because it isn't because we're good. And then they'll hate you because they'll realise that you have really poor taste in podcasts. Yeah, definitely. And then that'll kind of ruin your friendship. So maybe you shouldn't do that. Good for us, though. But bad for them. Yeah. Find a happy medium. Okay. Find a good way to tell your friends. We'll leave it to you, person. Yeah. (laughs) If you have any um, stupid questions, throw them at me. I'll see what I can do with them. I can, I can give a good response to a stupid question because I do it all the time. Can I think of one and you'll like give the response? Yeah, do it to me now. All right. What about like, what are you up to for the rest of the day? Literally going home to sit on the couch and do nothing. Well, that sounds relaxing. It's not. I hate my life. Also, you don't care, do you? Who was asking that question? No. It's like the girl today at Macca's. She, like, chucked the receipt in my face and went, thank you, have a lovely day. You don't want me to have a lovely day. You really don't. She didn't She, didn't she did care. not at all care. <laughs> <laughs> Can I think of one for you? Okay. All right. And you got to answer it properly, not like I did. Why do I have to play the game properly, but you get to, like, make your own rules? Unless you think of something funny and that's fine. Oh, okay. So it has to be either correct or funny. <laughs> yes. Thanks. <laughs> or do what you want. I'm not the boss of you. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, come here often? Uh, no, actually. I, I've been meaning to come here for a while, but this is the first time I've popped in. Lovely I'm, store you have. I'm a regular. I thought you worked there. I'm a regular and I work here. <laughs> do you shop at your own store? Who's your character? I was, I was thinking I was at a pub, but I was just going with it. Oh, you were at the pub? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were at just like a corner store or something and you were the person that works. We can do that if you want. Well, it's a bit late now, isn't it? Okay. Were you you cracking on to me at the pub? Stupid question, isn't it? (laughs) What are you supposed to say to it? Yes or no? What does that lead to? (laughs) Is it like, yes, I come here all the time. Fuck, yeah, so do I. I haven't seen you here before. Let's have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's... Oh, no, I'm new here. I'm like, oh, you're fresh meat. <laughs> Look, we're getting a bit silly. Maybe we should move on to the movie. I think that's a, uh, we're getting a bit silly, are we? Oh, I'm, I'm on fire. <laughs> so Lonnie and I have a quite, I was going to say extensive, but maybe excessive is a better term for it, um, collection of DVDs. We have more DVDs than we have friends. Oh, for sure. Way more. Like, like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> We've got like two friends. That's pretty easy. <laughs> um, and we have 
kind of the DVD shelves where all our DVDs go, right? So like when we combined our stuff and we first moved in together, my DVDs combined with Lonnie's DVDs and then we bought some together kind of thing. But we also have a separate rack, which we call our to watch pile, where we put like DVDs that we buy that we haven't seen yet or that we've seen before, like maybe a couple of years ago and we really want to watch again, something like that. And they go in the to watch pile. Currently that rack is full and our Netflix queue is also very full. And Lonnie's starting a new assignment at uni, which requires him to watch lots of high school movies. So we've had to purchase quite a few DVDs. And among these DVDs was Palo Alto, which is kind of, it's a movie um, based on a series of short stories that James Franco wrote about, I guess, kids kind of in high school and their relationships with each other and that kind of thing. I don't know where I was going with the background content. I just wanted you to be able to like have a visual idea of where we were coming from. Yeah. So we watched. And the reason why we didn't see a movie this week at the cinema was because we thought we should really watch one in our pile. Yeah. We've, we've got a big pile and it seems to grow rather than um, opposite of grow. Shrink. <laughs> don't I, you agree? I think it's kind of like a fungi. They just yeah, breed while we're of. asleep and then we wake up. Well, and... the thing is, it's easy to buy movies. It's hard to watch them. Mm. Well, hard to watch them all to keep it under control, you know, because it takes so long. Is that why you don't let me buy them? The ones I want to buy? Yeah, all the time. You'd, you'd buy like a million and you come home and just drown on them. Lonnie and I laugh because we'll go into JB or somewhere and he'll be like, oh, I just want to check out this game or something. And I'll be like, okay, I'll see you in a bit. He'll come back and I'll have about five movies in my arms just to show him like, oh my God, it's only $6 or this is in a two for one deal. We've wanted to see this for ages. See, if it's not in a good deal, it's not no point because it just goes in the bottom of the pile and we don't watch it for another few months anyway. Yeah, but because it's your assignment, we've had to buy heaps that you wanted to see. Yeah, it's for a project I'm working on for, for uni. Yeah, but how can we get to buy ones that you want to watch and not ones I want to watch? Getting a project at uni that you need to do. And you can do it, okay? And you'll let me buy all the movies? You can do what you want to me. <laughs> I love you. You do what you want. <laughs> anyway, Palo Alto. Um, as you said, James Franco um, short story collection. Um, it was adapted by uh, Gia Coppola, who's one of the Coppolas. She's the granddaughter of Francis Ford, the niece of Sophia. And it really felt like a Sophia Coppola movie, didn't it? She's taken yeah. some, some cues from, um, from Ranti. Um, didn't love it. We didn't love it. Well, Sine didn't love it. I liked it more than Sine did. Um, but again, I didn't even love it either. So, <laughs> so not that much more. No. Well, as I said to you after you watched it, it's one of those movies where it wasn't the sum of all its parts. Mm. So whatever the opposite of that saying is, it was that it had great visuals, great visual style. It had great um, music choices for lots of those those cool sequences. Had really, really wonderful acting. I wouldn't, couldn't fault many of the actors at all. And, like, the direction was strong as well. And maybe the storyline was probably the, the weak link. But, you know, all those things usually lead to a really good movie. And in this case, it didn't lead to a wonderful movie. Mm. But it has something there for me, but but didn't quite connect, yeah. What about the subtraction of none of its segments? I guess that could be it. Doesn't roll for time, does it? No, not as much. <laughs> <laughs> so why didn't it connect to you? Um, well, a few reasons. It 
as Lonnie said, it very much felt like a Sofia Coppola movie, and I not a fan. I am not a fan of Sofia Coppola movies. Fair enough. I want to be. <laughs> yeah. I want to love Lost in Translation, and I really wanted to love this movie, and I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. I think to me, there's a real sense of them trying too hard to be artsy or auteurs or mm. and not having the not delivering with execution yeah so i feel like it's okay if you're trying too hard to be something if you become that thing but it never becomes that for me mm. and with this movie it was very disjointed and fragmented so because it's based off different short stories, it kind of melds into a compilation movie where there's, um, you know, side stories of each character and they go off on their own little adventure and, and sort things. of intersect and yeah. at certain points. Yeah. yeah. And because of this, it didn't feel like there was a progression in any of the stories or in the narrative as a whole. It felt very like a best of of each story, like a highlight reel of here's like five scenes that sum this up. But there wasn't a proper flow or arc or they didn't take me on a journey. I wasn't really invested in them. You didn't didn't really go deep on any of the stories. No, it was very mm. surface level and like mm. um the main story is Emma Roberts's character is a student and James Franco's character is teacher and they have a bit of an affair. I'm not really spoiling anything by saying that. That's kind of the premise of the yeah, movie. That's the whole point, yeah. Um and that just was like not handled i don't know to me that should have been the main movie and it wasn't and it was treated as if here are just some fragments of what happened but we won't actually tell you the whole of what happened and somehow we want you to still care yeah problem i had with compilation movies is that very often there's only one or two of those stories that are actually interesting yeah and anytime you're not with those stories, you sort of fade away. Switch off a little bit. Yeah, I think that's what happened last night mm. when we watched this. I think the, the storyline you just mentioned was the most fascinating one and should have been, it could have been a whole movie mm-hmm. or it should have been the chief story in this one. But it was, there was too many scenes of other characters who weren't quite as interesting um, and weren't quite as good as James Franco and Emma Roberts as they in the performances. Yeah. Because they were quite... Um, I thought all the acting was amazing. Though. Yeah, yeah, all they were all were. Yeah. yeah, Nat Wolf was amazing, and he's yeah. amazing in Fault in Our Stars and mm-hmm. Paper Towns, which we haven't seen yet. But he was actually a really different character in this movie—a real kind of rebel, psychotic. He—he he really weird... seemed like the sort of guys I've known who are like that. Yeah, yeah. Don't you reckon? Like the kind of kids that used to like play with fire and bring knives to mm. school and those crazy ones. But mm-hmm. not me. No. <laughs> but no, the acting was good, as you said. I think it's just the. I think the script let them down a little bit and because mm. like you could look at every scene and say this is a really well directed great performances in these scenes yeah. but they didn't quite come together did they it almost felt a little bit like a theater production to me like oh yeah i can see where you come from yeah there wasn't it was very meandering and that's fine mm. richard linklater does meandering stories mm. as well mm-hmm. but for some reason this wasn't as engaging mm. as his for example but it felt very um very theatre-based in that there was a big distance between what was happening on screen and us, I felt. I felt like it was just there for us to watch. There was no engagement. There was no connection. There was no I know what you empathy mean. for the characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll defend it a little bit by saying it's 
it was trying to do something different and it didn't quite get what it was trying to do, I don't think. It didn't quite mm-hmm. achieve it. Yeah. But it was still trying something different and that's always good, you know. It shouldn't be faulted just because it was different. Yeah. Which you, not what you were trying to do, but, you know, just in general. Mm. Um, so I, I just wish it had really tied everything together and maybe that would have been by, you know, making the story um, a bit more driven in some parts Yeah. instead of meandering along. But I did really get a sense that this was what Gia Coppola was trying to say and what the whole film was is what it is, you know, yeah. which wasn't trying to be something else and didn't do it. It is what it is. It just wasn't quite there for me. Mm. But I would watch it again, I think, so that's that's a good sign. Would you? I reckon I would. See, I wouldn't. I feel like I got everything that it was trying yeah. to do and, I, and there's nothing more there for well, me. Well, maybe I'd watch Emma Roberts and James Franco bits again and, yeah. and a bit, bit of Jack Kilmer's. Bits. He was great. I felt like too the movie was is very much one of those teens behaving badly movies, like parties and getting drunk and smoking and yeah. you know rebellious kind of thing. And I think that firstly we've already seen movies like that, yeah, and true, true. they have done it better than this one did. I think mm, that's fair enough. If that's what the comment was, yeah. Um, but the whole movie, I was waiting for something to happen, and then something kind of did happen. But it was a brief two-second thing and didn't really satisfy my, mm-hmm. you know, big conflict moment. Yeah. And then at the end it kind of meandered off and you're like, well, what did I just watch? What was the point of that? Which I don't like feeling like that after a movie. I feel mm. a bit ripped off yeah. as an audience member. I want to go on a journey and it didn't take – it took me somewhere and then told me to get out of the car in the middle of an, you know, <laughs> abandoned forest and walk the rest of the way home. <laughs> That's what this movie felt like. Fair enough. <laughs> um, having said all these things, though, and our complaints of it or whatever, it's still making me think and i still got in my head, which mm. is better than some movies that you forget straight away. Yeah, so, definitely. You know, that's something at least. Yeah, if it stayed with you, then it, it's had mm. some impact on you. Mm. That's good. But, mm. um, yeah, not my favourite. Yeah, that's fair enough. I like your point about... It was sort of stuff we'd seen about rebellious teens before, because that's kind of what my project is about. Is about um, writing those stories that haven't been seen before on screen. Which mm. I think it's a bit easy sometimes just to have um, teens behaving badly again and again on on screen. I think it is, especially you know the parties with the red cups and the at the yeah. parents' house that they and, trash and yeah, people write about that. I think because it's interesting and it is interesting to a certain extent because those kids have got stuff going on in their lives, but. After you've seen them a million times on on TV and movies, mm. you know it's not interesting anymore, is it? What's interesting to me now is the other stories about good kids and nerdy kids, and you know, yeah. you know and I guess that's kind of what John Green does, doesn't he? Those other stories, yeah, about those kids other who stories, aren't, aren't yeah. Trudy, whatever. I kind of feel like to watching these movies because we've seen them so much, our brains fill in the blanks. Like we know, oh, here's another party. We know exactly what's happened there. We know the parents yeah. have gone away for the weekend. We know they've hijacked the house we know exactly all the bits and so you switch off don't you because you've yeah, already seen you've this. already seen it it's mm. not interesting it's not engaging and mm-hmm. i don't know see i feel like this movie like you said you're trying to do something different by using really cliched yeah kind yeah. of structures to hold that together which then didn't made it work. didn't feel yeah. quite different then yeah fair enough fair mm. enough well if you want to see something different in your high school movie Just watch this space. (laughs) Something's coming. Maybe. I hope it's coming. It'll be good if you manage to pull it off. 
Ben, watch out for it, okay? <laughs> so what would you give it out of Sam's then? You liked it more than I did. I did like it more than you did, but still probably only like a, a three or three and a half Sam out of Sam. Okay. I think I'd give it like one and a half. Okay. I know. Yeah. I feel really bad. It's okay. I I... I I feel worried that one day I'm going to meet James Franco and he's going to, like, listen to this and he's like, so you only gave my movie one and a half stars. And then I'll have to, like, talk to him about it and apologise. So I'll just apologise now. James Franco of the future, I'm sorry. I didn't like it very much. But you were great. You were wonderful. He really was. People forget he's actually a good actor. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Apart from all the craziness and whatever he gets into. Yep. I don't want to talk badly about my future best friend, James Franco, but... um... Jimmy, I love you. Oh, you're, you're already on nickname basis with him, are you? Yeah. I see. He calls me Gilly. Mm. Nobody else does. You're not a Gilly. I am to Franco. <laughs> so, yes, I would say watch it um, for the experience, but... And for the good acting. Yeah. But don't... Mm, but don't put your heart and soul into wanting to like it like I did. <laughs> Because you might be disappointed, but you yeah. might like it as well. So, But I think that's my fault. I always go into a movie tr- putting everything into it because I want to like it so much. You should maybe be a little bit pessimistic about it and then but you'll then, be impressed. Yeah, but then, like, what a horrible way to approach things, just expecting yeah. to not like it. That's true. And then, But if you, want, if you go into it wanting it to be great, and even better than you thought, it's really good, isn't it? It's a good feeling. Yeah. So I keep, think it's worth it. Keep doing what you're doing, Sine. Thanks, Lon. <laughs> Anyway, as we mentioned before, um, if you like this, give us an email or tell your friends or just in some way let the world know that this is a good podcast. You can share it on your Facebook if you like. Hey, it's not against the law. You could um, tell your friends who don't know us that we're doing it or you could like tell your grandma to listen to it. But maybe don't let her listen to the old lady, old old people episode. No, let her listen to it so she knows not oh, to. Do it, but then she won't like us, and then she won't tell her friends at the nursing home. Do you want to ha- get the nursing home market though? That's very true. It's not really what we're aiming for, is it? No. And they have an expiration date, don't they? Lonnie! Oh my <laughs> god! Anyway, please send us an email to slpodcasting at gmail.com. If you have anything that's been annoying you that you want us to talk about or a movie that you want us to review, we've already had a couple of suggestions, which we will be doing in the future. We've had so many emails, all from the same guy, Ben, but (laughs) emails are coming in. So do you want to be the one who doesn't email us? No, you don't. People probably don't care, do they? Your dad will email us. Dad, send us an email if you have a movie you want us to talk about or something that annoys you. And there are suggestions that Ben has given us of things that we should talk about. So mm-hmm. they will be coming up in a future episode, hopefully. All right. Long ending again. That's okay. I like I'm it. Sorry. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Lonnie, oh my God, you can't say that. Do I do another one? Yes. All right. Throw it at me again. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.